Hey everybody, this is the morning and evening edition of the Engaging Spurgeon podcast. So we are releasing this episode because it is a Wednesday, and if you are not a patron, you are able to hear this episode. This is normally something we do every single day as we're going through the morning and evening devotional that Charles Spurgeon wrote, which is a twice a day devotional. Uh, It has a morning reading and an evening reading as he picks apart a small section of scripture and goes into detail with it. We have opted to do one recording a day for our patron members, either the morning reading or the evening reading. But this day, Wednesday, we've decided as a blessing for others to post it publicly. So welcome. Thank you for joining into this one. I would really encourage you to go on over to patreon.com forward slash engaging Spurgeon. Find us there. There's also a link in the show notes. And we would love it if you partnered with us to develop what we're doing here at Engaging Spurgeon and be able to give us the means to expand all of this wonderful content. We don't want to just stop with these devotionals. We would love to get other authors, pastors, speakers to do special interviews, um, other content, maybe even go places. For instance, the Spurgeon Library at Midwestern. We would love to be able to do uh, a specific engaging Spurgeon kind of content there. And all that stuff is possible when people like you partner with us. So we would love it if you would do that for us and also be able to gain a little bit more in uh, what we can share with you. So We have today's reading, the evening reading, and this is for Wednesday, February 21st. Understandest thou what thou readest? Acts 8, 30. We should be abler teachers of others, and less liable to be carried about by every wind of doctrine, if we sought to have a more intelligent understanding of the Word of God. As the Holy Ghost, the author of the Holy Scriptures, is He who alone can enlighten us rightly to understand them. We should constantly ask His teaching and His guidance into all truth. When the prophet Daniel would interpret Nebuchadnezzar's dream, what did he do? He set himself to earnest prayer that God would open up the vision. The Apostle John, in his vision at Patmos, saw a book sealed with seven seals, which none was found worthy to open, or so much as to look upon. The book was afterwards opened by the Lion of the tribe of Judah, who had prevailed to open it. But it is written first, I wept much. The tears of John which were his liquid prayers, were, so far as he was concerned, the secret keys by which the folded book was opened. Therefore, if, for your own and others profiting, you desire to be filled with the knowledge of God's will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, remember that prayer is your best means of study. Like Daniel, you shall understand the dream and the interpretation thereof, when you have sought unto God. And like John, 
you shall see the seven seals of precious truth unloosed after you have wept much. Stones are not broken except by an earnest use of the hammer, and the stone breaker must go down on his knees. Use the hammer of diligence, and let the knee of prayer be exercised, and there is not a stony doctrine in Revelation which is useful for you to understand, which will not fly into shivers under the exercise of prayer and faith. You may force your way through anything with the leverage of prayer. Thoughts and reasonings are like the steel wedges which give a hold upon truth, but prayer is the lever, the prize which forces open the iron chest of sacred mystery, that we may get the treasure hidden within. There is a fine line between what we are called to do and what God enables us to do. Charles shows us what we need, but points to the one who brings it about. How much work do you put in to understand what you read? Notice how the direction wasn't language studies, hermeneutic tools, or more seminars, but pleading to the author of the scriptures, the Spirit. Don't get me wrong, all of those things are good things. We even have our own conference coming up in a few months. But above all, however, is the need to seek the Spirit in opening the treasure of truth that is to be found in the Word of God. Do you try to figure out the Word on your own? After all, you've been doing this for years. It isn't that hard to figure out what is trying to be said. Dear friend, that can be our downfall. No verse or passage should be sought for all its depth except by first seeking, in diligent prayer, the Spirit for where the revelation came. What is it that Spurgeon said? Use the hammer of diligence and let the knee of prayer be exercised. Meditate on these things. Hide them in your heart. Give glory to the King.